James, just play the music. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Thank God for Resting podcast. I am co-host number one, CJ McClure. Co-host number two, Johnny King. We're recapping fast lane today or mid lane or trash lane or average and best lane, depending on what you want to call it. Starting right off on this pay-per-view. One positive thing I can say is I like the cars on stage. In a day of age where we don't really have creative stages anymore for pay-per-views, that was kind of a nice touch. But first match of the night, we got Cody Rose and Jay Uso versus the Judgment Day. So just some of my bullet points. It it really is amazing to me how far Jay has come and how over he is right now on his own. You know, we've talked about how the bloodline has helped everybody, and it's it's really cool for me to see how over Jay is with everybody. Yeah, man. He's doing his own thing solo. He could definitely... I want to see him hold a solo championship one day. Whether that day will come or not, I don't know. But, um, yeah, man. Opener, opening match of the night. Uh, I don't have really too much to go in-depth about. I was surprised that they pulled the trigger and gave Cody and Jay the titles. I was not expecting that. Just because the Judgment Day just got him. And I feel like there was a, still a story to be told with the them holding the belts and um yeah man i don't know i like the the it was like the 1d but cody hit the cutter that was that was clean i will say that that was, that was a good move but yeah it was a good tag team match man like it wasn't bad i'm not gonna say it was bad it was just a, it was a good tag team match and i'm just surprised that they pulled the card with cody getting the uh cody and jay winning yeah i mean i think it was i think it was a solid intro you can make an argument it was match of the night I think it was a great way to start the show for something that ended up being below average. But yeah, I mean, the crowd was into it. I think it's still crazy to me, despite how some people do call Cody boring. I mean, how over he still is with most of the fans. Um, Thought it was pretty crazy that Michael Cole mentioned the Bullet Club. Yo, I tweeted that. I was like, mentioning the Bullet Club is crazy for WWE, bro. Crazy. It was crazy. I found it interesting that Jay still used the spear. I'm curious if that's going to be in his moveset now or if maybe we get another Jay versus Roman down the line or like a fatal four of bloodline. I doubt it, but there's a little detail I kind of noticed. If JD hasn't joined the Judgment Day, he's not joining now. He's the reason they won the tag titles and he's the reason they lost the tag titles. Yeah, man, I'm curious to see what they're going to do like we're recording this on Monday while Raw's going on. Like they made him face Drew McIntyre to try to finish the finish the Drew McIntyre problem, but that didn't work, obviously. So I don't know what they're gonna do. Like he's not in a good place with them right now. I don't know what they're gonna what the story's gonna unfold to be, but yeah. I like the crossroads on the announcer table. I thought that was actually kind of a nice spot. Uh you've already mentioned the one D, love that. And I'm just I'm just curious where we go from here. I mean, like, they got my attention. You know, I talked about in the predictions of how they could go with a shock factor. Cody and Jay can now go to SmackDown now if they want, and that's where Roman and Jimmy are. Maybe this is just a way for them to interact with everybody for war games, Is that that is, is which is my best guess, because they clearly teased that on the go-home SmackDown before Fastlane. But 
Hey, man, Cody's first title win since he's come back in WWE, Jay's first title win since leaving the bloodline. I'm also curious to see how Rhea Ripley is going to react to this. Obviously, we're recording this as Raw is going on, but if she threatened Dom, there's no way she's not going to threaten Finn and Damian. Yeah, bro, she was not happy tonight, bro. She's been on edge all night. But, yeah, man, I don't know. I Like I said before, like, I just don't know where we would go or, like, where we're going to go now that Jay and Cody are tag champs. Um, Like you said, it's probably setting up for war games. What I don't want it to be the case of, I just don't want it to be, like, they've already technically got Rock and Roman to make, like, they've already in talks about that. Like, say they secured Rock and Roman. I don't want this to be just, like, a consolation prize to Cody just to buy up some time before he eventually gets to finish the story. But, yeah, man, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, it's set up war games, but only time will tell. Just a quick sidebar. I didn't watch all the press conference, but Jay and Cody had to have been drunk, dude. I mean, the fact that they, they they posted the segment of how goofy they were acting, I was like, were y'all just celebrating, winning tag titles together? And just, have you granted Jay already says that anyway? Like, that, that is his in, vocab- in his vocabulary as a person in real life anyway, but what were y'all on? Yeah, that was crazy. Bro, I don't know. Yeah. WWE press conferences are weird anyway. Like, one guy asked EO Sky if she would wrestle Taylor Swift. Did you see that? I see that. That's yeah, stupid, one guy, though. I guy was like, uh, Taylor Swift is the biggest name out right now, blah, 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 blah. Is it possible that we could see her in WWE? If so, would you would you wrestle Taylor Swift? And EO Sky was like, are you crazy? She's like, but I was like, bro, like, why are you asking these 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 weird questions, bro? Treat it like an actual press conference, which it's supposed to be. Like, just do your job. It's so weird, man. I feel like reporters in all sports and industries are just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I made a note of this. WWE has had better ads, but they've definitely had worse. I'm talking about the Pizza Hut. You know, with uh, Barrett and Booker and Xavier. And I just felt like it was a little forced when they brought it out with Michael Cole. I'm not going to lie. Those wings, you'd be looking pretty good. So maybe they did a good job for me. But, like, my favorite ad or something like that they've ever done was with uh, Chris Jericho and R-Truth. And they were doing the payday bar because it actually was kind of funny because Jericho is just goaded. But I felt the need to bring that up. So next we got the LWO versus Lashley and the Street Profits. You know, would you, I have a hot take. I feel like Bobby Lashley with this theme song, he's always had cinematic-like entrances with this theme. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Like, it suits him perfectly. Like, I've always liked the bump, bump, bump. I mean, I've always loved that. I want to talk about that real quick. Why is it Rey Mysterio's matches that WWE always has the ads for? You know, I was thinking the same thing. Before it was Cinematos Crunch, right? Yeah. Now it's it's Pizza Hut. And, like, it's it's not just advertised. Like, bro, it's everywhere. It's on the, the yeah. apron. It's on the side going around the thing. It it just feels so, like, for, yeah, like, forced. Like, it just, it's just cringe, bro. I don't know. Obviously, Pizza Hut probably paid him a big bag, but it's crazy, bro. I feel like even him and Dom back at WrestleMania had an ad for that match too. Because like even Roman and Cody, I think they had TurboTax for that match. But like, but even but at least at WrestleMania it wasn't incredibly distracting. And I'll give it to this one here at Fastlane that they didn't have Pizza Hut 
on the Titantron. Yeah. I mean, it gives back a payback for Ray and Austin Theory. They just said, Cinematose Crunch yeah. on the Titantron. And it was so just distracting. But that's just something I noticed. I like Zelina hitting the Meteora on Montez Ford because they, you know, they were down in the numbers game. I figured Carlito was going to come back. It's cool to see Carlito come back, you know, and, and he looks great, right? I mean, he looks in great shape. I wish they'd actually do something with him because it looks like he can still go full time. But yeah, man, this match was all right. I mean, it wasn't the sleeper match for me. It wasn't the bathroom break match for me. I'm just curious where you go from here with Bobby and the Prophets losing because, you know, when they lost to Ray and Santos on that episode of SmackDown, Bobby was pissed. I mean, how many more ups and downs are we going to do with these guys? Yeah, man. That's what I'm just trying to figure out where we go from here. The match wasn't anything crazy. It was just there, you know. Carlito was probably in the ring for a total of maybe maybe two minutes. I don't even think it was that long. He hit the backbreaker on Montez. Montez sold it perfectly. Yeah, man. Glad to see Carlito back. Like you said, he still looks in crazy shape for his age, bro. Maybe they'll do something with him now that he's back for a little bit. I don't know how long he's going to stay, but supposedly he's been signed since like May or June, bro. Since like Yeah, that's what I've heard. He's actually been under contract since like around Backlash, but just hasn't done anything. They haven't done anything with him. Yeah. But yeah, man, I'm just looking to see where we go from here. I thought they were going to keep building the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley up. Like, I didn't think they were going to take a loss anytime soon, but... Yeah, like, I, I I, didn't feel like the LWO would get hurt by this loss. I mean, I know Ray's the United States champion, but I just feel like with this faction having a title, even though it's Ray's, in the sense that kind of protects them. Mm-hmm. So I thought Bobby and the Profits were going to get the win, but... Again, I mean, we're talking about war games a lot. I mean, and there was a tease with the with Bobby and the Prophets of the Judgment Day. Maybe that's where we go. Maybe the LWO gets involved. I, I have no idea. We'll, we'll find out. Next, we got Charlotte versus Asuka versus EO Sky for the Women's Championship. Hey, bro, hot take. This is my match of the night. Hot take. This is my match of the night. That's crazy. So, I I went back to today, and I rewatched it, and I was like, to me, it was a good match. It wasn't like spectacular. But it was great, but I think the finish of the match made the match way better than it was like before the finish. Like Charlotte with the figure eight, then EO hitting the the moon tall. Like, bro, that was crazy, bro. I did like the ending. I give it that. I do think it got better as it went along. I maybe i'm just a charlotte hater now maybe it's just the fact that she was in it i just lost my patience but i did like the ending i did like the miss right out of the gate from oscar that was definitely a nice shocker yeah that was you know at the start there were a few good spots here and there i found it crazy that that match got this is awesome chance from indy i mean oh i I watched it bro you may you gotta go back and rewatch it bro just try to rewatch it Cause I was like, bro, I re because at first I was like, it wasn't anything crazy. Like, okay. Then I went back and watched it. And I was like, it was it was a good match. It was a good match. And if, if you enjoyed it and everybody in Indy enjoyed it, <laughs> good, good, for you. good for you guys. But yeah, I'll just leave it at that. But got by this is the match I was excited for the most. John Cena and LA Knight versus the Bloodline. All right, I've finally decided on this. Jimmy's theme is better than Jay's theme. Nah, are you are you serious right now, bro? You're crazy, bro. I was like, 
You're crazy. Bro, I was listening to Jimmy's theme, and I was like, what is this? The beginning throws me off, bro. The beginning of it throws me off. The beginning's fire. Ah, bro. I don't know what instrument that is, but, bro, Jimmy's theme is, is bro, that's not it, bro. Not it, bro. And I'm for- not saying Jay's is bad. I'm just saying I think Jimmy's is better in comparison. I don't know, man. That That's a crazy take. Crazy. Especially because Jimmy got the, I mean, Jay got the. Yeah, but that's not a testament to the song. That's just they, Jay. Make, that's Jay's doing his thing. Makes the song better, bro. Sure, sure. Okay, I get I get that. It goes with the beat of it. But I just feel like Jimmy's is a more of an homage to their tag team song. Okay. It, it's it, it's closer to the original. Again, I'm not saying Jay's is bad. It fits Jay's. I do like it. I just like Jimmy's better. Like, like it's my earth. It's my turn. Like, like just the beat of that. Like, you can't tell me that's not good. I mean, it's not bad, but I don't think it's better than Jay's. We're we going to agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. But what I oh, will that- say is this match for me, I'm asleep, bro. I could not, I literally could not care one bit about this match or anything that transpired, bro. That may be a crazy take, but I don't know, man. It was just like cool. I don't know. I liked it for what it was. I have to agree with Bleach Report and say that not even John Cena and LA Knight could like make this pay per view better than what it was going to be. You know, and in the beginning of the match, I was like, I was like, okay, John, jumping over solo, like, Kind of throw back to like 2015 a little bit, but then just the, and I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to hate on John Cena. Do not, don't, don't twist my words. I'm not trying to hate on John, but you know, Triple H even said that enjoy him being here while it lasts because one day he's going to be done, and that, and that's a fact. Taker got slow eventually. Hunter got slow eventually. Flair got slow eventually. Hogan got slow eventually. It just happens, right? But. It just seems like to me that the other three guys are like working around John's limitations. Mm-hmm. You know, like like it seems like John started off strong, but then it was just solo beating him down. And then like we're building up to the LA night tag pop, you know, the hot tag. And I mean, John did hit the crossbody. That actually kind of caught me off guard a little bit. Um yeah, I don't know, man. It 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 is obviously hard in your body, and we always forget that. And John's been away for a while, and he said because he's been away for a while, like it's harder for him to wrestle now. Like think back to Taker wrestling once a year at WrestleMania and how he was training his butt off for that. But I would not be surprised if John retired at WrestleMania forty. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he's gonna be around for much longer. He, he even said like after, when Hollywood's back up and running, I'm gonna go back. Like. Cause I it puts food like puts way more money in my pockets than this. Yeah. Like he loves it, but his body just can't do it anymore. Right. So man, the majority of this match was basically John Cena getting beat down, bro. Just beat yeah. Down. Obviously, they're building to the hot tag to LA Knight, but that was crazy. See, and, and that's why this makes me nervous if they are gonna have John Cena and Roman at Saudi the Saudi show at Crown Jewel because even John back in twenty twenty one. When his match against Roman at SummerSlam was was much better than every match after that, mm-hmm. so I just I don't know, man. I mean, John's always going to be a goat. Love him, appreciate what he's done, but just obviously he's been past his prime. Like I feel like he's like Goldberg now in the sense of like looks great and he's always going to look great, but he's not in ring shape, you know. Yeah. So anywho, 
LA Knight is pretty athletic, though, on that note. I know we talked about it before. Like, LA Knight's not ricochet, but just his his neck breakers, I feel like, are really smooth. He gets up there. He gets up there for the elbow. Just the vertical of jumping up for the top row to do the superplex. Crazy. Yeah, like, like LA Knight's not a top-tier athlete by any means. Like, I would say Shawn Michaels and Seth Rollins, guys like him, are more athletic than him, but, like, Put some respect on his athleticism. You know, like LA Knight still has some versatility. He's definitely there. And, and then all I really have to say now after this is how how's Roman gonna react to this this Friday? Yeah, man. He finally comes back after wherever he was on the beach. We don't know what he's doing, but we're there in Pensacola. Yeah, he's gonna he's he's gonna be mad, bro. He's gonna have and this is I feel like this is when we start to see the solo tension really start building up with him between him and Roman and Paul Heyman. He's, he's stressed out. His hair is back to gray. Now it's like grayish white. He's stressed out. He doesn't know what to do without his tribal chief. So man, Friday we get to see the, what Roman Reigns has to say, man. It'll be interesting to see how many ratings and the views are for Friday with Roman coming back. Cause again, Roman's a draw. Um, For sure. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> I feel like though, I feel like he'll blame Jimmy first because Jimmy was the one that took the pen, and I feel like he's he's gonna like get on Jimmy like why are you back after like, I mean well and granted though, last time we saw Roman he did say to Jimmy it's like what do you want, want a yacht I'll, I'll give you a yacht you want some money the travel chief give you money because you know because what he did at SummerSlam so I mean. I don't know, 50-50, but nonetheless, at the bare minimum, I think Roman will be mad about them losing. Yeah, I feel like he'll blame it on Jimmy because Jimmy's less of a threat than Solo is to Roman. Facts. Yeah. So we got the main event. I was pretty intrigued about this match going into it. Found it interesting. This is Seth's first last last man standing match. Yeah, I saw it too. I didn't. I thought he may have one in his career, but it's crazy. I guess. Yeah, I guess every other stipulation butted. I mean, ladder table. I don't think he's in the TLC. Not that I can remember. Pretty sure he did an Iron Man steel cage. Hell in a cell. I guess everyone other than last man standing. Uh, I, I said it before, and I'll say it again, man. <laughs> if Seth isn't losing now, he's not losing to WrestleMania. Yeah, literally. This was their chance that they wanted to take the butt off of him without getting pinned. They could have done this without him getting pinned. Shinsuke could have won. Seth could have still looked strong. But I guess they didn't want to go that route. So now I guess the story of the the run is just going to be how long can his back hold up? How long can he fight through the pain? So, yeah, he's not losing. He's not losing till he loses to Gunther. Let's be honest. colored mists are there man we got green we got blue i thought green and blue were like the just the s tiers but now we got red is there purples or yellows or orange i mean what else yeah the red mist was i was not expecting that i'll be honest yeah it, it's crazy because it made it look like seth was bleeding but obviously he was i mean i did like how it was used though i mean it wasn't just like in the ring it was like oh shin with the red mist like it caused him to fall into the table so i appreciate that I appreciated all the weapons that they did bring out. It definitely seemed like they were putting their effort for this match to have like a solid last man standing match. So I appreciate the physicality of it. We just definitely had better last man standing matches throughout the history of WWE. Yeah. I feel like Michael Cole's question is valid though. 
And because Seth's back injury is real, how much longer can Seth go at this pace until like it could be detrimental, you know? Yeah, that's I that's what I'm wondering too. Like how long, like like not in not even kayfabe, like how long will he be able to keep this pace? Cause he's wrestling weekly, bro. Yeah. He's also doing all the house shows. So it's it's only a matter of time, I would think, until he would need to just take a rest. But yeah, man, this match, I'm not gonna say it was a bad match. It just didn't do it for me. I just I, felt like it, it could have been better. Yeah, it just didn't do it for me because for for a little bit, I kind of had hope that they would have Shinsuke win, but I was like, nah. I just don't like the fact that Shinsuke was beating him down the entire match for the most part. And then Seth hits the Falcons arrow through the table and Shinsuke just doesn't make the count. But I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Yeah, again, didn't think it was bad. I thought it could have been better. And I wanted to talk about the ending. With the ending, I liked how Seth barely got to his feet to beat the count of 10. So, like, he won by the skin of his teeth. But it's what you just said. It was the move that he won with. And the Falcon Arrow is a good move. Don't get me wrong. But I can never think of a time that Seth Rollins has won a match like that by pinfall. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, I get that he went through tables. But, like... Maybe even if he just stomped him after that, like if Shin barely beat the count but then fell back down and then Seth curb stomped him, I think I would have been satisfied with that. So I just, I appreciated like barely beat the count and then fell down after the count of 10, but it was the move that he used. Yeah. So, and that's, that's, that's really it, man. I'm just, I'm kind of just ready for us to get to the Saudi show because WWE usually pulls out a big car for Saudi Arabia with that market and, it's going to be war games before we know it, man, on Thanksgiving. So, hey, soon before we know it, we'll have CM Punk back home, man, back in WWE. I'm calling it right now. I'm calling it right now. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. On the topic of debuts, Jade Cargill. Yeah, man. She debuted at, she debuted at Fastlane. She didn't interfere, didn't wasn't in the crowd at least to my knowledge. Um she just had a little like like little video thing with her blade getting out of the car and stuff. But yeah, man, supposedly she's gonna debut on Raw um whenever they're ready to bring her on TV. So yeah, I'm excited to see what she's gonna do, man. I thought it was cool seeing her talk to Triple H. So I'll say I appreciated that. Yeah. But anywho, that's all I got. Johnny, unless you have anything else. But guys, I'm CJ McClure. Thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, and comment. And thank God for wrestling, man. Yeah, man. I don't have anything else. On the road to Saudi Arabia, man. Um, Johnny King, make sure to like, subscribe, man. We, we appreciate the support for all the videos. And, yeah, we'll see you all in the next one. Thank God for wrestling. Peace. Sweet.